Welcome to our podcast on America in Crisis. Violence. What's it all about? America has seen a growing epidemic of violence. But aren't we a little narrow-minded to think that it is all just gun violence? Violence comes in many shapes and forms, and it all has its root in anger and hatred. We have seen this from the beginning of time when Cain killed his brother Abel over jealousy. People have killed for power, and just because they wanted something that someone else may have that they want. We have a problem in America. We have glorified violence. The news media and politicians have condoned the violence, and now we are reaping the whirlwind of violence. No society that feeds its children on tales of successful violence can expect them not to believe that violence in the end is rewarded. Margaret Mead We have taken violence to a new level. We have destroyed cities, and not only are we allowed to do it, but we are praised for doing it, all in the name of peaceful protesting. But this has brought us down quickly, like a building that falls from an earthquake. America has experienced an earthquake, and many people have died, and many more are injured, and many more live in fear of another tremor. We owe our children, the most vulnerable citizens in any society, a life free from violence and fear. Nelson Mandela Proverbs 3, 29-33 says, Do not plot evil against your neighbor when he dwells by you unsuspectingly. Do not accuse anyone without legitimate cause if he has not treated you wrongly. Do not envy a violent man and do not choose any of his ways, for one who goes astray is an abomination to the Lord, but he reveals his intimate counsel to the upright. The Lord's curse is on the household of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. So how do we stop this cycle of violence, and when will it all end? I tell you this, no politician can solve this problem if they continue down the path that they are on, This problem can only be solved by us, yes, the people of this country. Years ago, we did not have such violence, and that was so out of control. We must return and do those things we did back then. The family unit must be restored, and that starts with God. We have turned our backs on God. We have taken God out of our schools, our families, and our everyday society, and we have replaced God with secular humanism, which says, There is no God, for I am God. The absence of God in our families has led to single-parent homes, children rebellion, and the loss of respect for authority, which has all led to drugs, suicide, murder, and violence. Years ago, families would all go to church together. Today, you have to ask yourself, where are the children, especially the teens? This is why we see so many teens committing crimes, and especially shootings. We have failed our children. You may say, well, it is the school's fault for what they teach and what they don't teach. This is true. Our schools have been hijacked. But still, we have the responsibility for the welfare of our children. Our children are bullied into thinking that they are no good because they may be different or even because they are white and male. Yes. Much of this comes from the schools and politicians, but still it is up to us to encourage our children, 
and give them the proper foundation for life, which is God. The solution to our problem is still rooted in God. It is still up to us to live and teach and set an example for our children. And that example is in following God. We must be rooted and grounded so that our children will be rooted and grounded. Is there still hope? Yes, there is always hope in God. Let's place criminals back in jail and then teach them how to be good dads and rehabilitate them to be able to get good jobs and to live in society. This has been accomplished by many men. Let's help those who have mental illness and not just look the other way. Let's get those who are addicted to drugs off of those drugs. And to do that, we cannot keep feeding their drug habits. This can be done, and it has been done. These things all can be done with God's help, and He will help. If we return to Him, God gave birth to this country, and He protected it and prospered it all these years. But we have slowly turned from Him, and we have seen the results in our everyday lives. Let's come back to God by humbling ourselves, because that is what He is doing to us. He is humbling us. With all of this violence, murder, and destruction, 2 Chronicles 7, 13 and 14 tells us this, If I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send a plague among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. James 4, 4-10 through 10 also says, you adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit whom he has made to dwell in us, but he gives a greater grace. Therefore it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit therefore to God but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and he will come close to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning, and your joy into gloom. Humble yourself in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. We have many teachings on our website. If you have never received the Messiah in your life, if you are going through a crisis, go to our first aid kit on the front page of our website.